Hello and welcome to Reading with Carrie, a mindfulness podcast series that can be used as a sleep aid or to ease your anxiety and relieve your stress. I am your host, Carrie Fable, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. So you probably saw from the podcast's title that today's story is The Tale of Peter Rabbit. I remember being a very small child and having my mother read me a picture book story about some small critters and the book had a built-in mechanism to move the images slightly. I know by the illustrations carved in my mind that it was a Beatrix Potter story, but I don't think I was ever too familiar with her arguably most popular tale of Peter Rabbit. I also never watched the recent live-action movie, although I have seen a YouTube critic video on it enough to know that I am not missing much. (laughs) Regardless, it was a rather fun read, and I'm happy to jump into it. This exercise is a mindful emotional state of happiness. So first, we're going to focus on our breathing. And without changing it, let it naturally, organically come. Nice deep breathing in, but don't force it. Deep breathing out. We're just trying to get our relaxation kind of flowing. Now put your feet on the ground or whatever surface you're resting on and gently push onto the floor or onto the bedding. Press and notice the sensations on the bottoms of your feet touching the surface. Just be in the moment. If you're pushing, you might even begin feeling a pulse in your toes or your feet. Deep breathing in. Hold it for a moment and exhale out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. And now, while you're still kind of focusing on your breathing, consider where happiness comes from for you. Does happiness come from your heart, or your mind, or maybe your belly? Where does it come from for you? Discover where the idea of happiness comes from and focus on that area. Whatever happiness means to you. Maybe a smile or an energy that runs through your body. Or maybe happiness is relaxing the muscles in your shoulders. Expand now wider and wider and let the feeling of the happiness flow through your body. Just feel more and more happy. Maybe wiggle your body. Maybe tense a muscle and then relax it. You'll tense on an inhale, hold the tension, and relax the tension as you exhale. And you can move through your whole body that way, especially if you're feeling tension somewhere specific, like your shoulders. Just feel more and more happy 
and allow yourself only to focus on this and be happy. Remember what this feeling of happiness feels like. You can have this feeling of happiness whenever you choose, just by being in this moment. This feeling of happiness can take over your mind and your body and your soul and your whole spirit. Really feel the happiness, the contentment, the relaxation. Now slowly open your eyes and just be in the moment of happiness. Just be. Just be. And as always, I like to indulge in a nice, happy sigh. Let's slowly take a nice deep inhale. And sigh. Congratulations, you finished this exercise. And now let's start the story. The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter Once upon a time there were four little rabbits, and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sandbank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. Now, my dears, said old Mrs. Rabbit one morning, you may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was put in a pie by Mrs. McGregor. Then old Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella and went through the wood to the baker's. She bought a loaf of brown bread and five currant buns. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were good little bunnies, went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight away to Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. First he ate some lettuces and some French beans, and then he ate some radishes. And then, feeling rather sick, he went to look for some parsley. But round the end of a cucumber frame, whom should he meet but Mr. McGregor? Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden, for he had forgotten the way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes among the cabbages, and the other shoe amongst the potatoes. After losing them, he ran on four legs and went faster, so that I think he might have got away altogether if he had not unfortunately run into a gooseberry net and got caught by the large buttons on his jacket. It was a blue jacket with brass buttons, quite new. Peter gave himself up for lost and shed big tears, but his sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrows who flew to him in great excitement and implored him to exert himself. Mr. McGregor came up with a sieve, which he intended to pop upon the top of Peter. But Peter wriggled out just in time, leaving his jacket behind him, and rushed into the tool shed and jumped into a can. It would have been a beautiful thing to hide in if it had not had so much water in it. Mr. McGregor was quite sure that Peter was somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hidden underneath a flower pot. He began to turn them over carefully, looking under each. Presently, Peter sneezed. Ka-choo! Mr. McGregor was after him in no time and tried to put his foot upon Peter, who jumped out of a window, upsetting three plants. The window was too small for Mr. McGregor, and he was tired of running after Peter. He went back to his work. Peter sat down to rest. He was out of breath and trembling with fright, and he had not the least idea which way to go. Also, he was very damp with sitting in that can. 
After a time he began to wander about, going lippity, lippity, not very fast, and looking all round. He found a door in a wall, but it was locked, and there was no room for a fat little rabbit to squeeze underneath. A little mouse was running in and out over the stone doorstep, carrying peas and beans to her family in the wood. Peter asked her the way to the gate, but she had such a large pea in her mouth that she could not answer. She only shook her head at him. Peter began to cry. Then he tried to find his way across the garden, but he became more and more puzzled. Presently he came to a pond where Mr. McGregor filled his water cans. A white cat was staring at some goldfish. She sat very, very still, but now and then the tip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. Peter thought it best to go away without speaking to her. He had heard about cats from his cousin, Little Benjamin Bunny. Peter got down very quietly off the wheelbarrow and started running as fast as he could go along a straight walk behind some black currant bushes. Mr. McGregor caught sight of him at the corner, but Peter did not care. He slipped underneath the gate and was safe at last in the wood outside the garden. Mr. McGregor hung up the little jacket and the shoes for a scarecrow to frighten the blackbirds. Peter never stopped running or looked behind him till he got home to the big fir tree. He was so tired that he flopped down upon the nice, soft sand of the floor of the rabbit hole and shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking. She wondered what he had done with his clothes. It was the second little jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost in a fortnight. I am sorry to say that Peter was not very well during the evening. His mother put him to bed and made some chamomile tea, and she gave a dose of it to Peter. One tablespoon to be taken at bedtime. But Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. The End The moral of the story is that you reap what you sow. Peter didn't listen to his mother when she warned him about going into Mr. McGregor's garden. He knew what she said was the truth, considering what she said about his father, but he deliberately disobeyed her. In doing so, he suffered the consequences. I'm reminded of that popular saying, it is a momentary pleasure, but has long-term consequences. Of course, that usually has to deal with sticking to your diet, and in Peter's case, his tummy ache will get better and his mother will provide him with new clothing. But I think for ourselves, it's important to keep in mind that our actions have consequences. When we use mindfulness in our everyday lives, we are able to briefly pause ourselves and reflect on the present moment to consider how we want to react. For example, shouting in an uncontrolled bout of anger can unintentionally hurt people we care about. But we can also look at this from a positive perspective. You reap what you sow. Practicing mindfulness daily or working out or even scheduling some me time where you can read a book or take a walk. These short intervals of time where you practice self-love and self-care can cultivate long-term benefits. Just listening to me prattle on like I know what I'm talking about is actually helping you be more aware of the present moment. So you're welcome. <laughs> I think that's a really cool takeaway for today, and I hope you agree. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you may need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story. Title, The Tale of Peter Rabbit. Author, Beatrix Potter. Version, 
Dover edition, first published in 1972 with the authentic Beatrix Potter color illustrations. It is an unabridged republication of the work first published in 1903. This work is in the public domain in the United States as it was published before January 1, 1923.